Hello and welcome to the PR Moment India series of podcasts. We are back again with the winter series, kicking off with none other than Abhishek Kulyani. Welcome, Abhishek. Thank you, Parul. I'm excited to be a part and beginning the winter session on a very important topic on skilling in public relations. So, looking forward to our conversation. Uh, thank you, Abhishek. I mean, uh, the very first, very obvious question, but I'm hoping to delve a little bit more uh, nuanced manner for that. AI and skilling, that's the obvious question. Yeah. So uh, I think by now we all know that uh, AI tools are not really replacing the PR function. Yeah. Yeah. But can they automate it? Uh, what is the acceptance level of uh, employees in PR in the PR industry towards using AI regularly? So I think the employees are kind of open to the idea of using AI tools and whatever other tools that are there. Uh, and I think there is, a, though I think there is a requirement for upskilling, which is, I believe, a generally a continuous process, uh, you know, rather than a one-time effort. So I think, see, overall, every discipline needs to evolve itself for the future, right? And this is one big trend that's coming in, which I think is very, very critical to the industry and I think can make a great differentiator of what the future of PR should look like. In that sense, I think we all as agency heads or as an industry should be looking at how do we upskill our, 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 our teams to basically look at future tech, not only just AI, but how we're using VR, how we're using AR, how we're using big data and virtual assistant and chatbots and things like that. So I think while technology will keep throwing new challenges, but I think it's up to us to turn them into opportunities. And how do we want to evolve from there? I think that's going to be very, very critical. I it, it is a push that we have to make with our team members and colleagues to see how do we want to build AI and make it more integral to what we are doing and not necessarily a challenge to what we are trying to achieve as the future of public relations. Do we have a deeper problem about skilling? Is it about um, the kind of uh, syllabus and the kind of training which is happening at the input level, is it a deeper problem, not just confined to PR, but overall about how the education, professional education is happening in the country? So let's just kind of move away from the word, which is a problem. And let's just say, where are we at right now from an industry perspective and where are we from a skilling perspective? See, let's keep that as a starting point that there is a constant evolving that's happening in the PR industry and that you and me can agree that there is a challenging external environment that exists for us as PR professionals to evolve. There is a lot of role that technology is playing. There is a lot of role that stakeholder engagements are playing. There's a lot of creative and integrated communications that are coming in. And for each of our clients and companies, the set of audiences they are dealing with is evolving. Now, if you keep that landscape in nature and then see whether as agencies are we ready we have to have a discussion on that, right? Which also means that the talent that needs to come in has to evolve and come with that kind of, uh, you know, training and learning that builds them for what, as I said, would be the future of public relations because that is evolving at a very fast pace. And I think when we do initiatives like Rise Up, that is a endeavor that a small endeavor that we are trying to make to bridge that gap for at the institute level 
and that is why if you what we do is we we kind of stress a lot on the mentoring part where where people who are coming from colleges are able to kind of spend quality time and understand the deep nuances of what's happening in the industry right and able to prepare so if you see this year's rise up is a lot more about data analytics is a lot more about artificial intelligence is a lot more about how uh, integrated we are going to be how stakeholder engagement is going to look like and so that when people come in or you know young colleagues join pr industry they are much more evolved or at least have a little bit of a landscape in what they are trying what we are getting into i mean and it has its benefits we've seen it i mean we had two winners from uh, you know last year uh janvi and mansha who won the challenge they joined us as interns and now are full time colleagues and it's just been fabulous working with them so um you know with firstly with complete transparency i'd like to say that pr moment is a partner in the rise up uh, property so having said that um why 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 is the need for properties like this emerge somewhere i mean i don't want to use the word problem but somewhere uh either pr is progressing too fast the world in general is progressing too fast somewhere the gap between the education and what is a job requirement just seems to be widening uh, i'd like to add a question to that you talked about the future of pr so what is the future of pr looking like and how should we catch up education and training wise right so first let me start that we are very proud partners of pr moment for the rise up uh program so let uh, you know let me start with that i think today if you realize the landscape presents a great opportunity for brands to communicate with their audiences and really you know through that develop new uh, channels and technologies right like for example if you look at digital pr today that includes social media online news outlets the digital channels where content is looked at differently and the traffic and the company website and social media channels so there is a lot of evolving that's happened in the media landscape itself right which also means that today how you reach therefore the the touch points for various stakeholders are different right so gen z's are consuming information differently through different platforms whereas the millennials are consuming news differently through different platforms right so therefore there is a evolve the the future of pr therefore has changed in terms of opportunity areas that exist for us to interface with our audiences and clients to do that right also i think today innovation is not a choice right it is something that pr professionals have to do and it's a must do for us so therefore investing time and budgeting and experimenting sh should be the top priority for agency ceos right we need to be seen piloting new projects we need to be incorporating new ideas that are shared uh, by young people and that should be an ongoing activity all right and therefore what we need to do is to be in this continuous mode of learning and skilling that should become a not natural part of the dna and therefore you will see once that becomes a part of the culture and then you start looking at your ecosystem overall so for example as an organization at us we're not looking at a problem which exists in education system we're saying when we look at talent we have new talent that comes in we have existing talent and we have talent at the leadership level and we need to have customized programs for all three of these audiences and in that whatever little we can do 
in working with the with with the students who are coming in or who are going to be joining our workforce makes a lot of sense so if you see some of the eight or nine institutes that are partnering with us they're all, all of those uh, colleagues are a part of our company too right we have these students who are joining us on a regular basis and it makes a lot more sense for us as organizations to be proactive with these institutes and basically partner with them it's not about you know it's it's, it's a collaboration culture so how do we partner with them and then work with them to say what's happening what are the expectations we have what are our clients expecting from us and therefore you see that the 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 the, the talent that's coming into the organizations are much more closer to what you're trying to achieve in the field of public relations with your clients a very int uh, interesting uh, way of uh, way of putting it uh, what really struck me is what you're saying is that it's no longer enough to have your yearly training programs and you know think that that's done and dusted for the year it's an ongoing process and it has to be as natural to you as as say calling up a journalist you have to be able to do uh, the data part of it the ai part of it uh, automate your systems uh, basically use data to tell stories innovate all that will have to be like a normal job description for the pr person of the future so this is an attempt to fill fill that uh, gap in a way to come back abhishek to the to the discussion we had uh, we have we, we were having regarding this inter entire integrated communication piece is pr really getting to do the best of the creative work in an integrated campaign so i think that that is evolving and that's changing i think public relations agencies are beginning to kind of engage and get uh that quality of work but parallel honestly i think it also will depend upon what is the core that we want to identify as agencies i think we're we're in a very interesting time of how we are looked at by our clients are we looked at as more earned media traditional media specialist or are we looking at solution providers and i think there is a lot of scope for us to grow in terms of how we could be solving for communication challenges which are going to transform organizations in the future now if you are trying to bring that space into it and therefore start skilling and constructing our teams with the right kind of data tools right kind of creative strengths i think there is a greater potential for us as communication experts and agencies to play a much greater role across the c suite of employee uh, uh, you know c suite of uh, 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 you know clients across the organization so there is also the cmo there is also the ceo and there is also the board so i think once we start looking at that and i think there are two or three key elements when you look at that transformation that's required right one clearly is that how how are we using data to understand stakeholder engagement right there are various stakeholders that organizations have and how are we working very closely with the senior level at our clients to understand how we are going to be driving stakeholder narratives right because i think that is a deep challenge that organizations are looking at us to resolve second is that are we solving for communication challenges or are we solving for one particular challenge that an organization has right are we selling a service that we have or are we resolving a challenge that client has which could cut across earned owned paid and shared now once we start thinking like that then automatically i think there is a change that will happen in the thinking and the way we are looked at 
and third is which has been a deep challenge but i think we it's getting better is how are we showcasing the work that we're doing so are we really able to showcase the business impact and i think the data and tools that are now accessible to pr industry professionals is giving us a lot of focus on how do we showcase that work of ours so i think if you look at strategy innovation creativity and integrated very strongly with data analytics i think there is a strong play for what the pr industry has to offer in the future it's also an industry in transition um, we uh, some of the pioneers and founders of uh, pr of modern pr are now uh, moved to an uh, to uh, to a senior senior category of people and i get a lot of calls from uh, senior people saying that work is just not available for us because uh, we are not considered young enough to handle this new feature of pr that is uh, coming forth some of them even move back to agencies but uh, jobs in the copcom sector seem to be limiting itself to those who are around the age of 40 to lead communication mandates uh, given this situation what are your thoughts on intergenerational communication uh, you have an agency which has uh, people from across age groups from just college entries like you said and senior people what is the what is this upskilling challenge for senior people to begin with and then yep. the middle yeah no so let me answer that question i i think we have to see this more as opportunities than challenges uh and i think the trick is in really building the right culture and structure that facilitates the opportunities for intergenerational skilling which cuts across gen x to millennials to everybody else right and i think that needs to work seamlessly with each other right so if you look at let, let me give an example right so for example if you working with the baby boomers right you need to provide opportunities for them to mentor young employees right uh you want to encourage training and development to keep their skill up to date right now and you want to encourage knowledge sharing with your gen x and show trust in them by giving them larger responsibilities millennials are looking for more meaningful and purpose driven work and therefore it's important for us to connect with them to the organization's larger purpose and also this lot is very tech savvy they have the digital tools they offer flexible work you know they need flexible work arrangements and they want to get the work life flexibility going right whereas if you look at gen z's they are more of an entrepreneurial mindset and therefore you need to encourage them to think more creatively take more ownership of their ideas and work and therefore what it means is that if you don't generalize your workforce and you kind of identify what needs to be done and what are the aspirational values of each of the individuals in your team then you can create a culture where everybody is working together and intergenerational workforces can work together to make it happen and i think that is the answer to agencies and corporates to how do you kind of come work across intergenerational and create a road map for what the requirements are because aspirationally a 20 year old to a 40 year old will have different learning requirements and learning needs and we as organizations need to create that opportunity to evolve them because if if the you know the young generation has something to offer so does anybody who so does experience you know what i mean so it's a, it's a it's a it's a balance that organizations need to find and create opportunities 
because there is a great there is a great uh, you know opportunity for people people with experience to mentor young employees in certain areas okay i think experience also counts a lot in our industry so you are basically saying customize uh, don't generalize when it comes to uh, building a culture of people from different generations communicating well and uh, exploring their potential to the fullest or it's like giving a right it's it's like you know generally we say media relations is an issue across we say writing is an issue across and today in a world when we are doing long form and short form content we need to customize which part are we trying to address that's really the the answer to that right yes understand who has to be addressed with what solution that's yeah. and i think a lot of the ownership is with us right with organizations to do that coming to that do organizations have the flexibility to do that everybody kind of knows a solution but how easy or difficult is it to apply that solution in the pr business it is it's as easy as you breathe i think it, you have to make it a part of your dna learning and skilling has to be a part of the dna that or the organization that you're trying to build it has to be that it has to you have to identify the needs of every every colleague of yours you need to customize you you need to have overall goals of what we're trying to bring, build as an organization and then you need to have individual learning goals for each colleague and then map that together to see what is the what is the customized that you program that i'm building for each of my colleagues so i should have a customized program and a person who's joining me on day 1 should have a customized program and i think if that thinking goes then there is a and if you make that as a part of your natural dna which means when a employee joins or a colleague joins day 1 what is the kind of induction program that you have that also will make a difference and then what are the regular interventions you are doing as the colleague starts building their career in your organization and then you keep adding so it has to be linked to the overall vision that you are trying to achieve or the business that you are trying to achieve and then map opportunity areas and strengths of each individual and map learning accordingly it's if it's that exercise is done and mapping is done then i think you have longevity in people staying in the organization and be the results that you see will be much better thank you abhishek last few set of uh, questions away from uh, afraid from work you were just saying you had you were able to see the cricket match the iconic cricket match where virat kohli on his birthday scored his uh, 49th century in odis uh, what was the experience like and i'm not going to ask you the cliched question but how i mean uh, what does it tell you about the power of communication in, in a of a of a brand in that scenario a fabulous experience i think uh i'm a cricket fan i've been playing cricket now for over uh 25 26 28 years but interestingly parul that was my first live match ever in my life and i couldn't have chosen a better match than choosing eden gardens as a venue i couldn't have chosen it as with a packed stadium i couldn't have chosen it on the day that virat kohli's birthday is on i couldn't have asked for more than Virat Kohli scoring a hundred that day, I couldn't have asked for more than Jadeja taking five wickets, and I couldn't have asked for more obviously with India winning in a World Cup match. So I think for me, as my first experience of a live match, uh, it meant a lot. But I think 
it also showcases the power of communication and how do you kind of engage uh, people together. The ener- the energy and the experience of what's happening in those matches is just fabulous. It's a different vibe altogether. And I'd recommend very strongly for everyone to experience it once. Anything specific which uh, struck, struck you about how the crowd reacts to uh, Virat? And wh- what is the reason you think for the extraordinary connect with him? I think it's the I think the energy that he brings in uh, on the ground it's uh, it's it's Kohli chant all the way, uh, right? I mean, I was on his birthday there, so there was uh, you know the happy birthday wishes going. Uh, there was the new thing about him bowling this year, so there was also the chants which is going viral right now on you know Kohli ko bowling do, uh, which was working, and obviously you know the whole Kohli Kohli chants goes a lot. So I think. But you know, the mo- the way he walks in under the ground, when he comes into bat, and when he feels his energy, the way he kind of moves around, passes on to the audience, and there's a great learning in that. So with that, uh, we wind up the very first uh, winter podcast. A very happy Diwali to all our listeners. Thank you so much, Abhishek, for joining us today. No, thank you so much, Parul, for inviting me. And I think yeah, it's just. Uh, it's it's just wishing everyone happy new year and 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 i think it's great times ahead for the industry thank you thank you